Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. But first, we are going to talk about price wars. Shops like Lidl and Aldi are set to slash their prices over the coming weeks. Aldi said prices had dropped across a range of its products with the price of a typical trolley set to fall by about one-fifth, which is significant. Lidl is going to lower the price of 100 products this week, having already reduced the cost of more than 600 of them since October. So, is this good news or bad news? With me to talk about this in studio, I have Damien O'Reilly, who's a lecturer in retail management at TU Dublin. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Is this good news for consumers? Um, absolutely. It, it is good news for the consumers because they're getting uh, lower prices, which have been uh, borne, as uh, the supermarkets will tell you, that borne by themselves because of uh, uh, their margins are quite low and it's very intense competition they're having at the moment. Um, I, I would think that Aldi has probably um, got in there first in the new year because, you know, the big spending period is Christmas time and then in the new year, uh, people are tightening their belts and, you know, the the, uh, the the expectation is that prices will go up during the year, but I mean, they want to gain market share and this is what they're doing, I think, as a strategy to uh, to publicise very heavily the, the discounts that, they've, that they're putting in. Now, they wouldn't put these in before Christmas because of the big spend. So okay, they're now yes. putting them in here now and they've probably negotiated prices with suppliers uh, that have lasted maybe for the next three months. So you won't see any price increases possibly, or sorry, I won't say any price increases, but you will see in these staples that they're talking about that the price increases will stay for the uh, medium term. Okay, and then we can notice they might creep back up again towards the end of the well, year. Well, uh, input costs, it depends on input costs because, <clears throat> you know, a potato that's, that you, you buy today was probably planted maybe six months ago. So it's all about the input costs that were around then and then obviously taking them out of the ground. But they would have a good idea of what their input costs are, were or what they're going to be because of the ti- time lag in there, something being produced. It doesn't, it's not as though we bake a cake and we bake it yesterday and it, it's for sale today. Yes. You know, all those ingredients that have gone into it have... Uh, um, those prices have been have been uh, put together, uh, um, you know, so It's kind of like ago. the same as the energy where they say we kind of bulk buy this yeah, energy and so we charge advance. you for it. Yeah. Yes. So we, we know the prices that they've, they've, that's been set. So this is a great thing for consumers who have been sort of squeezed with the, the cost of living yeah. and it's a good thing. But I'm wondering if it's a good thing for everything. Um, Tim Cullinan, the president of the Irish Farms Association, is with me to talk about this. Tim, should we not be welcoming these lower prices? Uh, good afternoon, Stephanie. And um, look, um, obviously, lower prices for consumers is, is helpful for families, and I understand that uh, better than anybody. But we have to always think of the primary producer here as well. And like we've seen this year in, year out now, uh, this situation where retailers are using fresh produce in in particular as loss leaders within their stores you know, to attract consumers in. And obviously, the lull period just immediately after Christmas, it's another way of attracting consumers in. But it is ultimately, at the end of the day, at the expense of, of, of the people, the farmers that are growing the produce, whether it is, it is vegetables or dairy products or, or, or pig or poultry meat, uh, all of those sectors rely substantially for uh, rely on retailers in Ireland to get their produce to, to the market. And what we've seen year in, year out, they are the vulnerable sectors that are always being challenged you know, from a price point of view. And these are the people, I know it was mentioned there that uh, the price of inputs have come down in recent times, but we are looking at ag inflation running in the region of 30%. 
to compare it with 2020. So farmers are dealing with substantial costs, dealing with obviously extraordinary weather, you know, all of the rains that farmers had to deal with coming up to the Christmas period. So I've been on, in particular on horticulture farms, with farmers and they were pulling their vegetables by hand because they couldn't get the machinery or equipment onto the land because the land was so wet and obviously substantial costs associated with that. And, you know, and storing vegetables, storing potatoes, like energy, albeit the price has come back down, but not near to the, the level that you know, we had prior to the Russian invasion on Ukraine. Yeah. And again, look, I, I've said this numerous times now, why it always has to be fresh produce. I mean, Retailers deal in a lot of dry goods outside of food. You know, if they want to start a price war, and this, this is, look at call what it is, this is absolutely a price war now. As Damien said, the first one was in, I think he said it was Aldi, and like we know what's going to happen here. We've seen it last summer with dairy products, the same thing happened. But it's high time now that the, the food, the ag food regulator gets on the pitch here and investigates and see what's happening here. I mean, this is a position that has been put in place by our Minister for Agriculture. You know, there is, there's, um, uh, the regulator is in place, a CEO, you have staff. So you want them actually, to get involved and see yeah, why I it's always... I want them to get involved. I'm just going to, I'm going to come yeah, back to you. Sorry, just, but just, just make this point, what we need to see here is, you know, to bring fairness and equity to the whole supply chain and all, what we need to know is, you know, what margin each actor in the chain <coughs> is obtaining going forward. Uh, Siobhan, I'm going to come to you. Siobhan Neil White from mams.ie is on the line. Have you noticed an increase in your grocery bill? It's disgraceful. And I think the supermarkets are an absolute disgrace and they're getting away with absolute murder. What I find on mams.ie, and we have a lot of conversations on our Facebook and our social channels, all that kind of stuff, and people are not loyal to any supermarkets where they used to be, maybe you'd have one that you're quite loyal to. They're not anymore. They're shopping around trying to get the best price. I have to say, like, some stores, for example, their seven and a half kilo bag of Irish roosters was five ninety nine. Then it was six ninety nine. Then it was seven ninety nine. Now, if I thought that money was going to the farmers, I'd be actually fine with that. But I doubt very much that that increase is going to the farmers. And there's definitely uh, the inflation on things like cereals and, you know, dry foods like that. How can they charge over six euro for a box of Rice Krispies? I don't understand it. And they're getting away with absolute murder. And they're so greedy, so greedy that, you know, the way a lot of them will have initiatives and they'll have, they have the club cards and your, your voucher club card and all this kind of stuff. Dunn stores are so greedy that they have reduced the time that your your coupons are valid for. So if you go in and spend hundred euro, and I'm just going to I'm just going to jump in. I I understand the ten off fifty situation. I'm just going to jump in to say that we're not going to just speak about Dunn stores. This is something that is across groceries. The the increase in the inflation in prices across all supermarkets, and we just need to highlight that it's not just Dunn's. But you can continue. Go on. It's not just Dunn's. It's all the supermarkets. And it's over six euro for a box of Crunchyroll cornflakes. In, in Tesco and, and Rice Krispies as well. So th- they put up prices in so many foods. So a lot of people then are looking for alternatives. And I'd go to Aldi, I'd go to Lidl, I'd go to all the different shops um, and try and get the best. And that's what I'm noticing. I'm noticing a lot of people now are saying, 
I'm going to this shop for these products, I'm going to that shop for these products. People are going to three or four shops now. They're not just going to do their weekly shop in one place because they feel like they're not getting the value that they were getting previously. And even with money off vouchers and things like that, it's still not necessarily working out to be, you know, even if you're getting money off in a certain shop. And a lot of them are doing that now. Because the goods are so expensive, you're not really saving that much money in the end. So I think that the supermarkets have not been regulated properly, have not been penalised for the rate of inflation in supermarkets is massively, massively higher than it has been in other industries. And at the end of the day, consumers are being hit really hard. And I feel terrible for the farmers. If I had to pay extra for my bag of carrots, I have no problem with that. But you've just said you do have a problem with it because you don't want to pay seven forty nine for Irish rooster potatoes. No, I, that's not what I said. I said, where's the extra money going? Is it going to the farmers or is it going into the pocket of the supermarkets? That was what I actually said. Okay, I, well, I said, I don't have a problem paying you. I have a problem knowing why the price has gone up 150 or 2 euro. Is that money well, going to the farmers? Well, we've <coughs> just heard from Tim Cullinan that the cost of energy and the cost of storing the potatoes and stuff has gone up. So we can assume, Tim, I don't know. Do you want to come in there and talk about... I do, and, and, and look, and, and um, I agree with a lot of Siobhan, what Siobhan is saying there. She's right, and, and like what we're seeing here is, and as I said already, I've seen this time and time again, when they go on promotion or below-cost selling, eventually that, that the cost of that will seep back, or seep back to the farmer. There's no question in the world about that. But Siobhan makes an excellent point there, and you know, we um, commissioned uh, Jim Power to do a report on the retailers there about two or three years ago. And Jim uses the word, uh, the price compression. And we've seen this in particular since uh, the advent of the discounters into so the retail market. People basically get used years. to the cheaper but, price. But, 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 yeah, but the point is we need regulation. And Siobhan is absolutely correct. We have a government that has set up a body of people to look at this. And what I'm saying now is, and for fairness, or the consumer, like everybody from the person growing the plant or the crop or, or, or producing the dairy products or the, the meat, uh, from the primary producer right all the way through to the consumer. Um, Neve Lenahan needs to come out here now and, and get her staff out and do a proper investigation into this and uh, have, it, have it properly regulated. And what we need here is we need to ensure that what farmers are producing, that they cannot do that below the cost of production. And we can't have retailers selling any products below the cost of production. I'm going to we come need back. Legislation. We need legislation around this as well. I'm going to bring in, uh, I'm going to come back to you, Damien. What's, what's your thoughts well, on that? Um, yeah, I, the first thing I'd have to say is, you know, um, there's, there's definitely a need for the regulator to step in now and to, to look at the who's making the money and where the margins have been made within the supply chain. Um, and your caller, Stephanie, was talking about the likes of uh, um, um, uh, crunchy nut cornflakes and Rice Krispies and so brand on. Brand name cereals, yeah, yeah. Brand name cereals. But I mean, the likes of Kellogg's and Nestle, you know, you really got to look at those. Uh, they're not Irish produced produce at all, and which is not part of the conversation here. Um, so, but I mean, just to bring it back to the results of Tesco's, the results which uh, Tesco's last year uh, produced results for the first time for Ireland, um, along with Aldi, who produced results for Ireland as well. And their margins are very low, and they're comparable to what you get in the UK. So uh, there's no profiteering in the uh, with the retailers. Uh, they do make good money, but I mean, they're, they're working on a very small margin business of two to three percent. So um, I, I can't take that argument. Um, 
uh, from, profiteering. from that's profiteering, yeah, and it's not going to the retailers, you know. So the the money's the money needs. We need to know where the where the where the margins are, and you know, Tim is right that the regulator needs to step in and look at the uh, the, the the supply chain and see who's making the margins where they're where they've been made. And Tim, what about the argument that says that a grocery store should be able to sell uh, to find the cheapest version of, let's say, meat or dairy? Because those are the staples that people are looking for. And even if they are loss leaders, they're loss leaders for the supermarket rather than for the farmer. So they're buying them from the farmer, but they're selling them cheaper. What is that not just business? No, no my, my point, and I've been very consistent on this, is you know, once to get into this practice, there's a cost associated with this. And ultimately, as I said time and time again, this is going to lead back to the primary producer. I am certain of this. Look, I've, I'm working with farmers for the past 20 years and I've been involved in, in you know, events like this time and time again. And I think we're all saying the same thing here. We need the regulator here. And look, if the retailer is not making money, that's fine. We need to see where the margin is going. And look, if the consumer has to pay more then for top quality Irish produce, which is very, very important here. We have a government telling us, so we need to be growing more vegetables here in Ireland. We need shorter lines of transport to reduce our emissions. And, and farmers are doing quite a lot on reducing emissions and want to do more. But it's very difficult to do these things if you're not getting a decent margin in, in, in the business you're operating. So the, the key message here is the, food, the ag food regulator needs to step in here immediately. I mean, we had a situation where uh, the minister called in the retailers, but there was nothing came of that. Nothing came of it. And here we are now. We have an office set up by the minister, people ready to go, and uh, we all are saying the same thing. We need to see action from this regulator now. We have loads of texts coming in on this. The factories and supermarkets are making more for one day's work than the farm does for a whole year. That's one text. Then another one saying retailers have put up prices because suppliers have put up prices because of the cost of production. Cereal has gone up, for example, because the cost of wheat. Retailers are in a very competitive industry. They want to keep prices low and have a competitive advantage. Like if farming is not, you know, if people are saying, well, farmers don't make enough money and they make less in a whole year than the supermarket makes for one day's work. Is that not just a poor business model? Like why is that the consumer's problem if the farmers can't make it work. If people want, you know, it's competitive, people want a chicken fillet or a steak at a certain price and it can be got for that price from a larger farming institution. Is that not... But right. the, look, the, the, look, and the law of economics here, nobody can continue to produce something below the cost of production. What I'm saying here is there needs to be some margin and a system put in place that produce cannot be produced below the cost of production. Look, if retailers want to go away and they want to import all the produce from Spain or wherever, that's fine, but you need to remember what's going to happen here is you're going to decimate an industry that's already on its knees. It will close down the Irish industry and we'll have no fresh vegetables from Ireland in our retailers. If that's what people want, you know, that's where this will go. And what I'm saying is to avoid all of that happening is it's absolute time. Absolutely essential now that the regulator moves in here. And so we can come back and have a debate about this again when the regulator comes go, goes in there, investigates and come back with a report we, and share that report with the public. Damien? Yeah, <clears throat> I think you know, agree with what uh, Tim is saying, but I mean, I think what we've got to talk about is, you know, the consumer themselves as well. 
are they willing to uh, uh, buy cheap products that's coming from the UK or coming from the continent? And, you know, if they are, they're, they're, they're helping with the decimation of the Irish uh, uh, horticulture. Well, we have a text in here from Chris that says we have way too many farms that are not viable. Why should the consumer be propping up non-viable farms? Well, we're not. What we want to do is prop up viable farms and be able to pay a little bit more for our food because at the moment we're paying very, very little for food. People don't want to pay food. more for their food. They don't want to pay more for anything, but I mean, it's it's very uh, it's it, it's in the news, and we spend forty percent of what we spend in in, in retail is spent on food, uh, and you know that's in the supermarkets, and that's that's a huge amount. And like while while, re, while retailers are trying to give the best that they can, I think um, you know they need to make a profit, and it's a very concentrated market because you take the you know Super Value, Tesco, Duns, and the two discounters. They, they account for 90 odd percent of the market. Mm-hmm. So that's a very concentrated market. And if people want to move, they'll move. But I mean, if they, if we don't take responsibility for ourselves, for our food consumption and what we're putting in our mouths, you know, and where we're getting organic food from, I'm buying local produce because local produce makes more money, more jobs here in Ireland and keeps the money in Ireland. And we've got to be cognizant of that fact ourselves as, as, uh, as, uh, as consumers. Thank you so much, Tim Cullinan, IFA president. Uh, we were also speaking there to uh, Siobhan from mams.ie and to Damien O'Reilly, lecturer in retail management. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.